This podcast is brought to you by the Trillium Awakening Teacher Circle. To find out more about how to grasp the means of your own awakening, visit our website at www.trilliumawakening.org. You know, forms and forms in, in the earth, we are enlivened by breath. And even in our biblical tradition, God breathed spirit into the forms that he made for humankind. So it's pretty important to actually know that your breath is your divine connection. It is your connection to life. And I just remember you might have, like me, if your children were small, very small, and they were very still, you might have crept up to their crib and put your ear down. Are they breathing? (laughs) You know, because it's such a thing. It's so critical. So um, you might, you know, I I even know parents who've held a little mirror up to their child to see is the breath fogging the mirror. (laughs) Anyway, um, breath and spirit are really synonymous. And I have, like, every tradition really makes use of the breath in terms of prayers and invocations, and, and you will find it over and over again in psychotherapy, in terms of healing trauma, in terms of, you know, connecting with the self. There's always that instruction, well, breathe. (laughs) So just make sure that we are really tuned in to our breathing. I thought about this. Well, if the breath is that important, what are we you know, entertaining that the breath can enhance. And I thought about our moment here in Trillium Awakening. Like, and I asked you all to give a one word kind of like assessment of your current moment of being. And you all came up with amazing words. So, I'm going to just ask what I've been asking, what uh, in my work with Trillium, I've been asking, well, what is the current moment of Trillium awakening? How would I assess where we are as a community, as a group of practitioners, as teachers, mentors, support people? Where are we all together at this moment? And... I'm sure you all are aware of these new virtual programs, which, you know, well, they, they're response to our limitation of not being able to travel anymore. And yet there's revelation in that. I'm sure you have felt kind of like at many times stuck, maybe bored, maybe cramped 
maybe, you know, deprived of your usual connections and your usual community and your usual social socializing. So it is a moment in which we have turned to our virtual connections as an expression, as a, as a way to fill in where we're not being able to touch one another, hug one another, greet one another into our living room. But, you know, I, at first I thought, ugh, virtual. But I've discovered, maybe you are too, that it really actually works. There really is a transmission going on. There really is uh, catching new ideas and being inspired and raising our vibration and calming our nervous system from being deprived of contact. So this, that was a revelation, you know, okay. And in Trillium, we've been in a big movement to expand our contact outward, to make more programs available, to reach more people, to attract more students that can come along with us and enrich our experience in our practice and in our philosophy. So we've been in a big outward press, press even as our physical lives have been more restricted. So this is what I'm saying. This is where we have been and where we are. We're, we've been very, very creative, and we've been working to create foundational programs that we hope will endure and, and support us as we go forward over the years so that we have a lot of um, practice and flexibility at our hand. So now, also, I'm noticing that in Trillium, our, our focus now isn't so much on fixing, repairing, and psychology and exploration of our patterns. And there's something else we're wanting right now. And we're wanting to move beyond what just we can do with our study, with our discipline, with our usual form of mutuality and so forth. So I feel like we are reaching out, looking around for something else, which I think we're wanting is deeper self-trust, self-trust, uh, more community, more interaction with people, even from far away. And... Um, I'm also moved to think that we are kind of like at the same time we're wanting all that, we're kind of driving more deeply into well, what is at the core of our human embodiment, our human experience, our experience in the world. What is going on in the world? Because our attention is drawn to the chaos of the world. So we begin to say, well, what is going on here? What is the nature of our existence? So I think we're seeking existential contact, 
existential understanding. And we have long said in Trillium that existential, the core wound, and the paradox of the polar opposites, the paradox of light and dark, male and female, earth and water, the paradox is the doorway or a foundational understanding of Trillium awakening. And more and more we come face to face with the paradox. It seems right, but it doesn't feel right. <laughs> so um, we are continuing to deal with these pairs of opposites. And we can't get away from it, you know. In chaos, we seek peace. In boredom, we seek entertainment. We are just constantly being pulled back and forth on the pole of a paradox, if you notice. So how do we get through that? How do we make sense that we are both infinite and finite? How do we get through that? And I really think that the key to that is breath and feeling and sensing what goes on in the paradox and moving through the paradox, the being bantered back and forth between the paradox, the poles of the paradox until we arrive at a kind of stasis of peace and calm and rest. Everyone's looking for rest. Oh my God, where is it nowadays? and silence. And when we have worked the paradox in our bodies and our minds and our emotions, and when we arrive at a sense of peace, then, then the world comes to a settling in which the next level springs up to us it appears. It appears when we've reached the level of peace. So I want to make this distinction, like being on the poles of the paradox, this pole light, this pole dark. The cure for one end of the pole is not grabbing for the other end of the pole. In other words, if you're depressed, bored, dark, it's not that you have to seek the light and take hold of it and pull on it. It's that you have to stay with the dark and feel that so that when you've felt it thoroughly enough, the light gently infuses the shadow and brings you back to the center of the paradox, back to balance. So... That's one thing I notice that we need to keep look, having a look at. And I think Trillium has really articulated that very, very well. That, you know, just because you feel limited and dark and depressed and disconnected, it doesn't mean that you grab onto the other side and get stuck over there. Okay, so I would like to ask um, 
that we go through a little process, but the, the first thing we have to do, we have three questions. These three questions are always going to be part of your investigation of where you are, where you want to go, and what you need to do and see and feel. So here they are. Number one, I put these up here because you, you may need to open your eyes and refer to this these in terms of the meditation. First of all, we have to assess where we are. So I've asked you that personally, and I've talked about where Trillium is. And given where you are making that assessment, where do you see yourself going? Where is your desire pulling you to? What do you want to pull into your life? What do you want to experience now? What is needed to bring you the fullness and the confidence and the joy in your life? So that's the first thing you have to do. Where I am now, and given that, what is my vision? In other words, what do I want to change or realize? So this we have to do when we're um, living our evolutionary life, <laughs> our unfoldment, our journey to the next level. So um, I noticed that people in general tend to want more confidence in their divine nature. And I've noticed in general, they also want to feel more grounded in their physical life. And then there are some, and then of course everyone wants to be happy. They want in their lives, they want bliss and delight and joy and love. Of course we do. But there are a couple of other subtle things that are beginning to appear in our list of desires. A desire for moving into subtle levels of awareness. Subtle levels of wholeness. Subtle, subtle communications. Sometimes people say, I want to know who are my angels, who are my spiritual guides. I want to know what archetypes I'm related to. I want to know what are these things called archetypes that are patterns, not just in the world we know, but powerful patterns in the ascended worlds in the other dimensions. And when archetypes come into play, we can all feel grabbed by some kind of a punch that's more powerful than we've felt before. In other words, we feel the transmission of those divine levels of archetypal patterns. And we're all kind of longing to have more of a hit of that. You know, that's why we... That's why we look to celebrities and sports figures and famous, you know, teachers. 
because they kind of embody archetypes that bring us a sense of connection to that divine level. So, those are the things that we're going to work with in this meditation that I call Breath as a Bridge. Any questions so far or comments? <laughs> Just so I'm not talking away endlessly. Okay. Are you with me? You want to have a guided meditation and then afterwards follow your own patterns for a while? Okay, good. Let's do it. So finding yourself right now, right where you are, finding yourself right now, right where you are, the components of what you can sense, what you can find in terms of your body self. Perhaps it's weight, perhaps it's form, perhaps it's sense of well-being or discomfort. So finding yourself right where you are. Taking a gentle breath and surrendering into right where you are. Finding yourself emotionally where you are. Not seeking to change anything, just finding what is you at this moment. What is you emotionally? And noticing your breathing coming and going. Noticing without giving it any command that your body and your emotion and your spirit knows when to breathe and how to sustain your life with its gift of spirit breath. Something in you knows that and just does it without your commanding your breath. So just settle, settle more deeply your body, your feet, your breath, your whole being. And as you feel the breath, filling your body being. Also follow it with the sensation that it touches in your body, with a sensation of the space that your breath takes up, with a sensation of the edge that your breath comes to, Take the awareness and the sense of your breath as far as you can be aware without creating any stress. But just be aware to follow it, follow the breath.
So letting go of thinking, settling into the breath, finding your body, finding your feet, finding your sensitivities wherever they are. Just let go more deeply into relaxation. Letting go as gently and deeply and with trust as far as you can. Just letting your body and breath and being be, be as it is. Gently allowing and seeing and observing that being. Noticing that your breath is bridging you to any perception or any sensation or any inspiration. It's just bridging you because that's what it does. It's taking you there and showing you and opening you to what is present in you. You don't have to command it to show you what is present. It's just the bridge to your always being aware of what is present. You're always aware of something being present. What that thing is, is just the object of your awareness. But it is a building block for your life, whatever's coming into your awareness and, and how you work with it. So take a moment here to just let your breath show you the bridge across to any phenomena that is organically arising in, within your field of awareness. So do that for a moment or two here. Okay, now we'll segue into the questions. So the first one is, in the space 
of my connecting with my breath and my inner world here and feeling where I am in this space, what is my vision? What do I want? And what do I want to change or realize or be? Let that question come in. And just notice whatever arises. See if you can put that vision into words that you can remember and that you can use to direct yourself. Simple words, not too many. Say the words to yourself once or twice and see if they need any correction of any kind. Okay, now you've, you've assessed your desire and you've kind of like honed in on a word or a few words that characterize what you really desire right now. So now ask the second question. What is in the way of my desire? What is in the way of my attaining this desire. And again, let the answer arise from any part of yourself. But, but let it just arise to inform you what is in the way. That is what you have to kind of work with, feeling-wise. This is the end of the poll that may not be pleasant for you, but it must be included. It must be embraced. It must be 
felt and allowed into your awareness, into your vibrational field. So what is in the way? There may be one or two or three things. If you allow each of them to arise and then feel them and explore them and include them and give them room in your being, this will help you move more assuredly toward your vision. So now ask yourself, is there anything else now that is in my way? Or do any of these things that are in my way need to be corrected? So you're making some minor adjustments here. And I'm asking you this because you may want to bring these things back into your awareness for more contemplation after this, after this uh, encounter, after this first encounter. So even as all of these things present themselves to you, be aware of your breath. The breath has the ability alchemically to release you from some of the bonds that have kept you stuck. Awareness is the powerful transforming agent and the breath and the awareness together are powerful, powerful purifiers, powerful liberators. Okay, having at least brought the second question into your awareness, Feel underneath that. Go one step deeper. Can you find a layer of silence? A layer of equanimity? A layer of openness? A layer of more rest? because you're dealing with what you want in terms of releasing the blocks, in terms of acknowledging the focus, and, and doing the spiritual work. So that is what this is, the spiritual work of moving toward your development, your wholeness, your sacred breath and your divine being because these things are subtle 
even breath has a very subtle dimension. As you're in the silence, breath can be very subtle. So let's say that you have found this layer of silence or resolution for the moment. Now it's time for the third question. The action question comes last, not first. Okay, so what is my next step? What is my next step given my vision? Given that I'm working with what is in the way, what now? Where do I become active? So even breathe softly around that question. And feel the breath as it brings you closer to the question, brings the question into resonance with your whole being, aligns you to your purpose and your means of finding it. Breathing softly, gently, observing and embracing. All right, we're about to close. So internally, take a step backward so that you can feel and get a sense of the whole process you have been engaging. And the three questions you have been asking. And notice your sense of self as you hold yourself in this, in this having gone through this process. Has anything changed in you? Just anything, notice anything. You feel more upset, less upset? You feel grounded? You feel inspired? Do you feel just in the middle? Even just, you feel just yourself. You're just yourself now. And then bring your awareness back to your breath, your body, your feet, 
and this present situation and open your eyes. We hope you've enjoyed this podcast from the Trillium Awakening Teacher Circle. The musical accompaniment is Awaken by Wayne Kington. To learn more about Wayne and his music, visit www.waynejosephkington.com.